the Doctor and his companions find themselves in the old wild west where the Doctor needs a dentist but is quickly mistaken for Doctor Holiday and has to prove his innocence. This is the Gunfighters. Welcome to Regenerated. Regenerated, I am Matt, and I'm joined by Becky. Hi! And this week we've got The Gunfighters. This one was uh, four episodes, uh, uh, 30th April 66 to the 21st of May 66, and this time we're going to the Wild West. And I kept expecting John Wayne to walk in. Didn't happen though. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Yes, very uh, reminiscent of them old spaghetti western type wild west films as well john wayne was not spaghetti western well, i know but i'm just what i'm saying spaghetti western i've never actually western. watched a spaghetti western i've only ever watched john wayne well this one was uh, directed by a rex tucker his only direction and it was written by a uh, donald cotton who did the myth makers cotton yep <laughs> uh, very apt as well being as the wild west things like cotton fields and stuff like that so very well that's uh, as, as a bit basically racially backward a bit because you know the whole wild west thing was sort of before slaves wow yeah but it's the so, it's the place and where plantations and stuff like that wow. well whichever before the civil anyway, war like i say four episodes this one's actually all and in. actually did you know that the wild west era only actually lasted 20 years right. yes well there was a lot of um killing fights and duels <laughs> and shooting yeah and all that stuff. So Horrible history strikes yeah. again. <laughs> Four episodes, like I say, all in the archives, so we get to see this one. First one is a holiday for the Doctor. If you can remember from the Celestial Toy Maker, he, uh, the Doctor, he um, bit down on one of Cyril's sweets and got a bit of a, a bit of toothache, and that's where we sort of pick it up. So, like we say, and this one is like in the old Wild West. This well, is they always tell you, yeah, that you suck on hard sweets, you don't bite on them. Well, that's what, well, he he paid that's for what, it. Yeah, he paid for it. Yep, the Tardis lands in Tombstone, and like we say, the Doctor has got that toothache. Bit ironic. What's ironic? Well, one people kept getting killed, and it's called Tombstone. Oh, yeah. But you don't actually see a mason there at all to do gravestones. Well, no, it's quite a small set when you think about it. Or because well, normally in Western films, you know, you'd expect sort of to have like people selling coffins or. You know, like grave diggers or, you know, like masons do tombstones and stuff. But, nah, 
happen. I think this one, the setting was quite good as well. You know, it sort of give you that sort of... Um, yeah, but they kept going about sawdust. Why the hell would there be sawdust on the ground? Well, I don't Maybe that's what they maybe that's what they used. Cheaper than a carpet, I, I suppose. Maybe. But yeah, the setting is quite good. The sets were really good and give you that sense of scale as well. I suppose it's one. easier to get blood out of sawdust so, than the carpet. Let's say, uh, before we go into it, this one I thought did a very, very good job of uh, changing things up a little bit for Doctor Who as well because we had the old like um, saloon girl singing this uh, this song throughout the whole. Oh, but come on! We all know saloon girls don't just sing. Well, no, but she sang for the purpose of this four episodes, and basically it was like um, it was, it was like the ballad song. of the last, last chance saloon. That's the one, and that kind of it reflected what was happening in the story as well. This one is a yeah, historical a lot of people piece. Get, a lot of people getting shot, but there was no blood. Yeah, well, like I say, it's a sixties TV show for children, so you're not going to see a lot of blood like you do nowadays in some things. So. Boo. You know, um, this one is actually historical as well. It's also do with the gunfight at the OK Coral. That is corral. Corral, that's the one. See, OK Corral. That's it. The OK Corral uh, and why, which was actually, why Earp and that sort of which thing. Which was so, actually a true story. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. This is a historical piece. It's based on true story. They normally do this, you know, Doctor Who, if they do go back in time to some sort of like historical, you know, human history. Battle. It is kind like of that, reflective yeah. to history. Yeah, but somehow they end up in a way, but you know. Yeah. Well, that's what they do. That's what Doctor Who is all about, is interfering in the course of history, even though the Doctor doesn't like to uh, change history. So, like I say, the TARDIS lands. The Doctor's got a toothache. He basically wants a dentist, which, I don't know, my Wild West history isn't very good. Did they have, like, a dentist in the I time? I don't Or is it just know. manufactured? If- you know, I'm not quite sure. Um, I know dentistry was around quite a lot um, in Egyptian times. I saw the other day on Facebook, actually, there was actually something uh, about ancient Egypt and dentists, and they actually developed the first lot of um, antibiotics. Yep. And um, because they, instead, instead of actually developing penicillin, they used to give people mouldy bread to eat. Yeah. So... Basically, it doesn't take the Doctor Stephen and Dodo to figure out where they are. They go and change into some sort of cowboy attire. And I thought for the very first time, the Doctor's outfit actually benefits him here. It's the very first time he just basically wears a cowboy <laughs> hat and he's wearing like an old Wild West outfit. So it comes in handy in this one. Yeah, but I don't understand why he wears that sort of clothing anyway. He looks like a tit. That's like, you know, who is it who wears the cricket outfit? Well, that's Peter Davison's uh, Doctor. Yeah, but the only time he uh, looks like he fits in anywhere is in a cricket match. Well, and and we will get to that, and he does actually take part in a cricket match. We know. I've seen the episode briefly. Yeah. So, like I say, this first time his sort of outfit kind of makes sense. They find... uh, So when is the one that Tom Baker's outfit makes sense then? Well, well, a long way off into the future. (laughs) Probably never. You know, they, they, uh, the Doctor renames uh, Stephen to Stephen Regret, and he also renames Dodo to Dodo Dupont, is it? Dupont, I, I, I thought it was right. Stephen Regree. Oh, I don't know. Not, they say not Regret. Regret. Um, it was like, I think it was Regret rather than Regret. Well, it's kind of, it's the same spelling, the same um, Yeah, but you know, well no, because Regret is R, whereas Regret is Regret. Anyway. But it was um Dodo Dupont or something or Dupont. I thought it was Dupont, but Dupont, anyway, yeah. Anyway, it doesn't really matter too much. Anyway, Stephen 
obviously loving this uh, sort of uh, being in the cowboy get up is sort of messing about with these sort of, yeah messing about with the guns sort of giving them a little twirl and that only for then the gun to be shot out of his hand by a wire up who is uh is he the marshal or is he i don't he's i think he's actually the marshal he's not the sheriff yeah so wild up is the uh, marshal and when we have vat Ma- masterson as the sheriff but we'll get into that a little bit uh, in a little while anyway so yep wild up he shoots that out and then basically escorts them to the sheriff's office Wyatt. Why? Uh, I tell you, I'm gonna mess that up. It's because um, the doctor also re-says it, if that makes sense as well. Doesn't he call him instead of Erp? It's Werp throughout the course of the story as well. So we then get introduced to uh, one of the main big characters, uh, a Doc Holiday. He is uh, the sort of dentist, isn't he? Just like new in town as well. I think he's only just now sort of setting up his dentist. Um, well, it's not new in town. Practice. He's been there before um, quite a lot. Basically, and um, he's been followed around because he's a bit, he was a bit of a um, He's a bit of a gambler. Breaker. Yeah, he's a bit of a troublemaker. We'll, we'll basically say what the story is involved in Doc Holiday. We have these three brothers. They are the, um, what's it, the Cal, Clanton. The Clanton brothers, yep. And one of their brothers has been killed by Doc Holiday. So the Clanton brothers have Want come... revenge. Yep, they've come to Tombstone to seek revenge on Doc Holiday. Hmm. Through a course of, like, misidentification, the Doctor gets mistaken for Doc Holiday. But we also get in this uh, serial another Doctor, Doctor Who as well so i just thought i'd mention that as well which is quite a nice little like nod to the title of the show we do get that throughout the serials you know throughout the doctors the multiple doctors tenures there is them um, different times where they do actually say you know doctor who the doctor then explains uh who they are and that they are uh like traveling like uh, entertainers, uh, that, thespians. Yeah, well, he points up Stephen to be like a singer and Dodo to be a, a pianist. tenor, actually. And then he says that he wants to he wants to seek a dentist, and then they introduce him to basically Holiday, and he goes and has his tooth out. So yeah, so the doctor then goes to Doctor Holiday to get his tooth out. He asks for a little bit of anaesthetic. He's a little bit reluctant as well here. He doesn't really want his tooth, but then again, who really wants to go to the dentist? The doctor, um, just like us. So, the end of the day, though, I don't think that they even knew about anaesthetics in those times. Well, he gets offered two methods of anaesthetic. Can you remember what they were, Becky? Rattlesnake oil. Well, I thought. Or one... a clump around the head with oh, a gun. Yeah, basically. I thought it was alcohol. Well, it is, but they call it. Some people call it rattlesnake oil. Yeah. Well. Which in English is probably something like tequila. Yeah. So while the doctor's getting his tooth extracted, Stephen and Dodo... Yeah, literal pair of pliers. Yeah, Stephen and Dodo... Knee on the chest job. Yeah. Stephen and Dodo, they end up in the saloon where the Clanton brothers are sort of having a drink and discussing about trying to pursue um, the Dr. Holiday. They've met... Also, they've met um, another guy in the saloon as well called Harper. It's quite um, important that I say they met him as well. Oh, Seth Harper, yeah. Yep, they met him in the saloon as well. So... They are saying about, or also another point point quickly to say is that the saloon girl who works obviously in the saloon, Kate, or Katie, she's actually like the sort of girlfriend of Dr. Holiday. She's also like the singing, all singing, all dancing sort of, you know, entertainment for the saloon. Yeah, even dancing on at the At this bar. point, yep. At this point, she's actually left that saloon and gone to Dr. Holiday's um, dentist practice. 
so she's not there. They want a bit of entertainment. So when Steven and Dodo come in and say that they're a pianist and a singer, this is obviously what they're looking for, and they sort of force Stephen and Dodo to sort of entertain them, as it were. Now then, Mr. Regret, you and the little lady step right down to the piano and give us a song. Uh, yeah, well, uh, the thing is, we're kind of a, a little bit out of practice, you know? It's... <laughs> so here's your chance to warm up a little. Hey, couldn't we rehearse on our own first? Yeah. How about that? They want to be alone. You'll sing here, now, and fast. How and why? On account of we are all music lovers. So Stephen and Dodo, they go into the saloon to inquire about some um, some rooms for the night. They walk then past the, the Clanton brothers, dropping the, the, the word doctor. Obviously, they're in search of Dr. Holiday. Stephen's talking about their doctor. They misinterpret this and think that Stephen is talking about Holiday. And then... We flip back to the doctor and the dentist um, who's just had his tooth extracted. Then Harper, like we said, Harper is one of the people that the Clanton brothers have met up with. He goes over to the dentist to sort of entice doctor, our doctor, to the saloon, mistaking him for Dr. Holiday, saying that they'll buy him a drink. And the real Doc Holiday hides in the back. Yeah, and he, f- he gives uh, a gun to the doctor with his name on it and again i think he's sort of he's figured out now that he can sort of get away with um sort of having the doctor play him take his sort of uh revenge punishment whatever you want to call it um take the bullet basically for him so he sends him on his way with one of his guns back to the saloon then we get uh again that sort of reluctance from the doctor to, to sort of carry a weapon again he's a bit of a pacifist he doesn't really like weapons he doesn't want to he uses his words more than he does weapons. Bit of a conscientious objector. Yep. So back in the saloon, the brothers are sort of, you know, they've sort of figured out that Stephen and Dodo are this pianist and singer, or acting as a pianist and singer. They're demanding that they play for their entertainment. Stephen and Dodo are a bit reluctant, but through the sort of persuasion of a gun being pointed at them, they then end up playing, and then they end up playing the last uh, saloon song, which is played for the whole. Last chance saloon. Yep, the last chance saloon. That song. Ballad. Yep, this, they basically end up playing that with guns pointed at them, and while the doctor, or basically, are waiting for the doctor to arrive, and that's the end of the first episode. So the next episode, which is called "Don't Shoot the Pianist," I think that's a really good name. Also, it's quickly to say that in the next episode, I think we don't have any. Uh, episode names anymore they're kind of disappearing now they're just episode one two three and four this is the last time i think we actually do get the names for the episodes but anyway so Stephen is made to sing the song like four times i think it is and he's just basically made to keep singing it only for then kate to walk in surely you'd get a bit of a dry throat though well maybe he's drinking water in between that was it. It's quite a fast speed song. Well, I don't know. Kate walks in. Obviously, she's the, the saloon girl, should we call her? Barmaid. I don't know what to no, call her. No, a saloon girl. A saloon girl. She's a bit upset that, you know, Dodo and Stephen are sort of... Uh, in, cutting sort of, in on her yeah, business. Basically, yeah, cutting in on her business. So she sort of um, sort of pulls Do- Dodo off the, um, the piano and forces Stephen to play the piano instead and Dodo goes upstairs back to her room in a sulk because of all the attention that Kate has given Stephen. The doctor then walks in, introduces... Um, Jealous much. <laughs> yeah, well, that's it, isn't it? Yeah, so I say, the doctor walks in. He's introduced then to the, the Clanton brothers. 
again, they re- they think him that he's Holiday, so you know they must sort of mistake him. He's trying to say, I'm not. They're not really buying it. Only for then um, them to spot the gun. He pulls out the gun and says, you know, this is not mine. Then uh, Doctor Holiday, who's sort of um, snuck in. In the back door, he's up the stairs to the rooms. He actually, and I didn't realise this at the time. Um, I only realised it after. I think they do say it in the future episode. But he actually shoots one of the Clanton brothers' guns out of his hands. Um, well, on the stairs. Yeah. So it looks like the doctor's done it. Yeah. And so, you know, then sort of uh, Kate then sort of takes charge of this, retrieves the guns, gets them to line up in the piano, taking control of the, the situation. Then in comes uh, Wyatt, Wyatt Earp and Sheriff Masterson, who, you know, the Clanton brothers drop Doctor into it, saying he's Doctor Holiday. The Sheriff and Marshall then end up resting the Doctor, take him to the cells, but we find out later on that this is basically for his own good, so that he's safer in the cell than he is... Um, outside of it basically especially with the brothers around trying to seek their revenge the doctor then's trying to explain that actually i'm not actually who you think i am then we find out that white Earp is going to use the doctor as a trap for the clayton brothers he says later on that they're sort of like uh, renowned rustlers and that he's trying to sort of manipulatively bring them in and bring them to justice Stephen then tries to convince the clantons of the Doctor's innocence, but the brothers think that he's t- talking about having a prison break um, and breaking the Doctor out of prison, and then they want to sort of agree. They sort of agree to it. They then come up with this idea to sort of uh, get Stephen to pass a gun through the window of the cell. The Doctor then holds up the Sheriff and Marshal and walks out. Doesn't really come to that, but we'll get into that in a minute. Back in the Dodo's room, Holiday is holding her sort of as prisoner with Kate because is it? I don't really know to be honest. I don't even know why why he's sort of holding her hostage in the room. To be keeping fair, keeping her away from the Clantons. Is that what it is? Yeah, but why? What does it benefit? I don't really know. Because obviously Stevens with them. Hmm. Anyway, Holiday is in the room. He's getting a bit thirsty. He wants a drink. He then realises that there's a bottle of alcohol back at his dentist's practice. He then goes back only to find that Wyatt Earp is there. And then we find out that actually Wyatt Earp knows who he is and that they're going to sort of use the doctor a little bit. Wyatt Earp wants Dr. Holiday to leave the town by sunup and then he'll free the doctor and they'll tell the, the, he'll tell the Clantons the truth in the morning. Hey, well now, what do you want? Only thing I want from you, Doc, is to get out of town. Now, where did I put that whiskey? Where the hell should I get out of town? I ain't done nothing against the law. Not yet, you ain't. When the Clantons finally wise up, why, there's going to be shooting, Doc. And uh, I can't keep that old guy locked up in jail forever, you know. Yeah, that's my dentist chair. That's dangerous, Wyatt. How long can you keep it there? Well, I'll release him so he told me the truth about you tomorrow morning. Now, you can ride out tonight and uh, get yourself a head start. And explain to them. And this is where we find out that they're these renowned wanted rustlers. The only problem, right, with it being obviously a western, where was the horses? Yeah, well, 
You didn't see one horse. We did. They come in. Well, they at the very end of episode four, they're on horses. Didn't they ride in on horses as well? I think in the beginning. I think you end up hearing the horses more than what you see mm. them. Well, after this, then Stephen passes that gun through, tells him, you know, to stick stick up Wyatt Earp and get out. But the Doctor is a bit reluctant at this. He doesn't really think that this is the wisest cause of action. He then gives the, the gun to Wyatt Earp and then says, go and tell Stephen that I'm safer in here. The Clantons then try to sort of incite the locals to, to break the Doctor out of the cell and then hang him for his uh for, for holidays crime uh, crime that's the word steve then steven is brought in by i think it's harper i think he brought him in saying that he spotted him running away from the saloon so he brought him in and then we basically get the sort of the ending of the episode which is that um, they threatened to hang steven yep they threatened to hang steven instead of the doctor and holiday kate and a reluctant dodo ends up leaving town on horses and then basically the mob gets Stephen to the sort of cell office, sheriff's office and they basically say you've got two minutes to come out, if not we're going to hang Stephen and that's kind of, that's the gist in the end of the episode, obviously with these, these sort of um, podcasts I try not to go through every single point and not being funny, not every point is spot on but I'm just trying to give you the sort of the sort of idea of what the story is and where it's going. The next one is Johnny Ringo. The doctor, while he was in his cell, was looking at this sort of wanted poster with this guy, Johnny Ringo. Johnny Ringo is basically this outlaw that... Looked a bit tasty, though. Yeah, well, yeah. He is an outlaw, Becky. Anyway. Yeah, because, oh, yeah, that's all women think of, is, oh, he's an outlaw, so he must be tasty. I've seen some outlaws in films that look pretty nasty. Mm, Well... We'll leave you to smolder over Johnny Ringo while I just go through Johnny mm. Ringo. The Doctor wants to go out and convince the mob and the, the Clantons, you know, but White Earp doesn't really want just, this. Just a bit of a thought there. Um, men smolder, women swoon. Difference. Well, thanks for correcting that. Yep. Anyway, let's say Doctor wants to go out. White Earp goes out at the back around uh, the mob to come from behind where they're just about to hang Stephen only for then uh, to knock out one of the brothers. And I think it was Phineas. I think his name's Phineas. The mob sent dispersed. Then yeah, the... but, all right, Phineas is a fair enough name. Billy's a fair enough name. But why the hell would you call a kid Ike? Well, it's like you basically want to call him Spike, but forgot to put the bloody beginning on. Mm, well, yeah. So the Clantons Or then... someone thought, oh, we'll call him Pike, but then they're like, oh, that's a fish. Mm. The Clantons end up leaving the mob as well because they have this like sort of uh, conversation with White Earp where he sort of threatens them a little bit and they sort of leave. And then Phineas is taken into the, the cell and then the Doctor is basically released from the Sheriff's office. So, because I'm guessing it's because White Earp realises he's not Doc... He knows he's not Dr. Holiday, So he's got no reason to keep him there. Next, the Clantons end up back at the saloon where they're sort of debating with their, their pa about what to do next. Pa wants to hire this outlaw, Johnny Ringo. The Doctor and Stephen then end up back at the bar and they're looking for Dodo. They're informed that she left with Holiday and Kate. Holiday, Kate and Dodo, they end up in the next town over where they find a hotel to hold up in. And there's a nice little scene where Holiday says he's going to go and get something to food, uh, something to eat, some food. Goes off camera only to be 
sort of five or six shots, comes back and says... No, there was a screen, um, sort of like shots and screen. Yeah, and he comes back and says, I think he's lost his appetite. So, you know, Holiday... Well, yeah, being dead would kind of do a, that to you. For a dentist, he's kind of... he's very, Ruthless. Yeah, he's very hands-on with the old gun there, isn't he? You know. But, you know, that's, that's the funny thing, because I was like, well, yeah, I get it, he's lost his appetite. Being dead would kind of do that to you. Well, yeah. Something like that. <laughs> Then we go back to the bar where Johnny Ringo arrives, has this little conflab with the uh, the barman who sort of recognises him, only for then to receive a bullet from Johnny I Ringo. I know, that barman looked like he had a serious nervous disorder because all he was doing was shaking. You, you, and, you know, barman. I was starting to think he had a pack of Duracell in him. What? When? When was he shaking? Well, when he was talking to Johnny Ringo... Well, he's nervous. He's, he's frightened. Sh- nervous? The guy was shaking more than a vibrator. Wow. Yeah, something like that. Anyway, <laughs> thanks for lowering the tone. So, next, you Dodo... Love it. No, Dodo is still sort of questioning um, Holiday about when you're going to return me to my friends. But I said, full of a pack of Duracell. Mm. Yeah. So, it's like, she's still questioning when Holiday's going to return her to the Doctor and Stephen... Only for her to then point a gun at him. Hey! <laughs> you ready to leave? I'm ready to jump like a mountain hare. You come bursting in here like that, Missy. You said you were taking me back to my friends today. Yeah, today, or the day after. You promised! I promised to take you back safe home, and I will do so in my own good time. We're leaving now. <laughs> <laughs> what you aiming to do with that there offensive weapon? Shoot you if I have to. <laughs> and I gotta admit, I like this little like scene with Dodo here because I did. I got the the feeling that she is definitely a different female companion to what we have had. She's not that damsel in distress. She's a little bit quirky. She's a little bit of, got a bit of comedy in her. You know. Oh my God! She fainted when she pulled a gun on someone. Well, yeah, but she's a bit happy-go-lucky as well. She's not somebody who's just going to sit there and scream at Daleks and run away. You know, I think she 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 is reveling, sort of journeying with the Doctor. So I'm actually quite happy with her as a companion. I think she's a quite good companion so far. Um, she's alright at the moment. And in the end, Holiday sort of reluctantly says he's going to return Dodo to the Doctor and Stephen. Doctor and Stephen. She reminds me a bit of Barbara, really. Mm, well, in her less damsel in distress bits. But yes. Um, yeah, Barbara was kind of yeah. She she was more of a, a stronger, independent woman than say some of the younger, sort of screamy damsel in distress as Vicky's and Susan, Susan type characters. So yeah, so yeah, I think she's doing quite well so far. Yeah, doctor, problem, the problem is with a doctor, you can't really have the screamy type. You need the sort of strong, independent woman who basically wouldn't isn't afraid to kick some backside, yeah. you know? So the doctor and Stephen come walk down the stairs of the bar, only to find Charlie sprawled out on the bar dead. And then they find. Yeah, but Johnny surely, Ring- if he falls out after being shot, if he falls on the bar, right? Surely being dead, his legs wouldn't be able to keep him up, so he'd slide off the bar and go behind the bar. You're not meant to think of that, Becky. It's called gravity. These are not I the think things basically... we think about when watching a programme like Doctor Who, Becky. I think Isaac Newton might have something to say about it. Mm. You know, but at the end of the day, that's what would happen. Your legs wouldn't be able to support you if you're dead to lean over a bar. Yeah, yeah. 
Maybe not rig- like that anyway. Maybe rigor mortis set in that quickly, Becky. I don't think but so. Anyway, they find Johnny Ringo sitting, sort of having a drink. They have a little bit of a conversation with him. Um, and he wants Stephen to join him while he goes to the next town in search of holiday. The doctor then leaves to go back to the office, um, why, uh, sheriff's office, where he sort of gives them the information about Stephen and Ringo and then Charlie's murder. Wyatt then leaves with the doctor and they go back to the saloon. Ringo and Stephen arrive in that next town over where they separate up, separate to look for a holiday. And then we find out that Kate used to be with Johnny Ringo. He spots her. They have a little bit of a conversation where he sort of kind of kidnaps her and says, you're coming with me. Back in the office, the clan. So much for a woman saying things. Well, that's it. Back in the sheriff's office, office, the Clanton's brothers come to rescue Phineas. That's the problem. In that sort of day and age, it's more of women a property, mm, that, not that not an indiv- or, or or their own commodity. They're not actually people. Mm, yeah, well, so that was the era back then. You know, women were looked at as uh, inferior. Well, not just inferior. It's like, com- you know, I swear the word saloon uh, wenches and you know object objects basically so objects of affection it's you know it's more of the fact of you know it's not so much of being inferior it's like well if you're with someone they own you and they decide what happens and whether you're together or not not you yeah so the clanton brothers they come to the sheriff's office to rescue phineas and they end up shooting Wyatt Earp's brother, Warren. And that is the end of the episode. And I think, if I remember right, at the very end of the episode, they have that sort of Last Chance Saloon song play out again as the end of the episode. Again, saying about what's just happened. So it's like a narration, yeah. basically, through um, an old yeah, Western type song. Yeah, sort of, yeah. I quite like that, to be honest. And then the, the fourth and final episode is the OK Corral. Corral, that's the one. Where we get the sort of... See, um, here's the hint, right? If it's got one L, it's coral. If it's two Ls, it's corral. Corral, then. At the start of this episode, they're at the saloon. The Doctor, white up. They're sort of basically draping the cloth over. Or as the narration says, a shroud over, over Charlie, Charlie. Who was killed, obviously, by Ringo. I don't Ringo. think um, the song actually meant shroud in that regard. It was more of a, um, me- a metaphorical shroud, as in like a heavenly shroud. Mm. Yes, maybe. Like I say, Doctor Who has had these sort of things, especially with like the names of um, episodes, where it's kind of like a metaphor or sort of twist a play on the words. I think you might be right here again. They're, they're trying to. I inject, am. Who's the genius? In they're trying English? to inject that bit Who's of cleverness. Who's the English into genius? But anyway. Yes, we know. What Earp ends up deputising the Doctor. And then we get Virgil, who is uh, White Earp's Thunderbirds. Other. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, he is a, he's another brother to Wyatt Earp. <laughs> Thunderbirds. He, he's a sheriff of another town, I think, as well. So he's also in Thunderbirds. At the Clantons, Stephen... Look quite similar, actually. Mm. At the Apart Clant- from one's got strings. At the Clantons, Stephen, Kate and Ringo, they're sort of there, sort of Although, even though the Thunderbird Virgil has strings, technically, the Virgil in this episode technically has his own sort of strings being pulled by his brother. So, you know. Well, it's called a posse, Becky. 
he wants a posse. He well, yeah, but he's rather to be part of it. Yeah, but he's obviously in charge, so he's pulling his strings, isn't he? Yeah, but yeah, that the Clantons, you know, Steve and Kate Ringo are there. They're sort of discussing what's happening. You know me, I the like a metaphor. Then we go to the sheriff's office where Warren is basically doing his uh, last gasp uh, routine, saying about, "Oh, I was killed by the Clantons," and then he ends up dying in the arms of is it Wyatt? I think it was. Yeah, because it was his kid brother. Yeah. Then Wyatt wants to go above the law. He wants to go after the Clantons. He wants to arrange this meet. I don't know why they call it above the law. Well, I don't know. Because surely it would be under the law. Well, either way, it's the same sort of thing, isn't it? They want to sort of have a meet at dawn at the OK Corral. I'll get a warrant for him, Wyatt. I'll get him. You know that. You'll get him. Badger. Yes, what? Ride on out to the Clantons and tell them we'll be waiting for them come sunup. Now listen, Wyatt. There's a right and a wrong way of doing it. Stay out of this batch. This ain't legal, Wyatt. If you uphold the law, you don't go starting a private. You gonna try and stop me? No, Wyatt. But I can't go along with you. The law says the that law. No... The law can't bring my kid brother back. Now, this is pistols the... at dawn. Is the OK Corral just like? The street, the stretch of road, is it outside? Is it a building? I don't really... I think I the OK really Corral is actually sort of... Is it an um, area? A town? I don't know. I can't quite remember because, you know, there was like a sign that said the OK Corral, but um, I'm not quite sure if it's actually a town or... Because hmm. it's not the street, because obviously they said Main Street near the OK Corral, so... It's Clamity Street next to the OK Corral. So, so I'm guessing answers the OK on a postcard, Corral, please. maybe... I think the OK Corral might be another saloon. Maybe. Like I say, answers on a postcard. Back at the uh, the Clantons, Virgil approaches with this message. Ringo wants to, sort of, again, do White Earp's little plan from earlier, which is approach them from behind. Back to the office... Holiday comes back. He comes in with Dodo, who obviously has that little meet up with the doctor again. The doctor then gives back his badge and the gun, saying he's basically a pacifist and doesn't thanks, want Thanks, but it. no thanks. Yep. The doctor then wants uh, to have this sort of fair trial. He sort of says, I think they need a fair trial. And then Sheriff Masterson, he comes in and he asks the doctor to go speak to the Clantons to stop this meet up. He gives the sheriff badge back to him, or deputy badge back to him. And the doctor then goes off to the Clantons as a, a deputy sheriff of Tombstone to try and sort of reason with them. This doesn't really happen, to be fair. And Stephen then tells uh, tells them that Ringo is going to be there. But I think Wyatt uh, they're kind of already one step ahead, I think. And they kind of know he's about and he's on the scene. The Clantons then arrive at the OK Corral. Uh Holiday and Virgil, they then leave for the meet and they have this big massive firefight when they get there. Dodo... Yeah, a lot of bang-bangs. Dodo ends up having to warn Holiday as he's got his back to Johnny Ringo. Dodo runs in to warn him, only to be sort of used as a sort of a shield. In the end, Holiday has that sort of fake... He's sort of, he had, throughout the whole series, he's had this sort of two guns. He's had this normal pistol. And he's had this like really small one in his sort of in his pocket. He ends up throwing his way his pistol because, like I say, Ringo's using Dodo as a shield. He threatens to shoot her. Holiday has to throw his weapon. 
he pulls out that other weapon and shoots Ringo. So he shoots him. Then I think I put Holiday. He shoots and kills Billy, who's the other brother. Virgil then kills Phineas. And then Ike tries to run and he is killed. And the end of the episode is that the Doctor, Steve and Dodo, they leave. Just as Kate is sort of singing that Last Chance Saloon song in the TARDIS, the Doctor says, you know, exactly where we are. Stephen says, was it past, present or future? He says the future. They then, I think they go to leave. Only for on the scanner, we just get to see this sort of like person who... It looks rather prehistoric. Yeah, it looks like it's a historical character. And we get Doctor well, no. Who and the Savages. But well, sort of it's appears more prehistoric. On, yep, Doctor Who and the Savages appears on the on the sort of before the credits so again like i said no new episode names now it's just basically doctor who and the savages so let's say the gunfighters um better than i initially thought it was i thought needed this, john wayne i thought this one was gonna be a bit of a snore fest but actually it john... turned out to be quite good oh you know me i like the western no. and to be honest i thought you know yeah i could have probably done with john wayne and it was rather similar to El Dorado, to be honest. Apart from, it was like Doctor Who in El Dorado. It's just quite funny. Because a lot of westerns are pretty much similar. You know, someone does someone wrong. Someone goes out for revenge. Someone, you know, this person gets killed. That person gets killed. And Bob's your uncle. Well, I do feel that, you know, back probably in the 60s, there was probably quite a lot of western films. And Doctor Who was trying to just sort of cash in on what the niche market is there's quite yeah, a probably. lot of these you know like the romans there's there's a lot of like a lot of historical films like ben-hur and stuff like that thus this is their chance to do like that sort of epic yeah, to try and pull I, I get people what, in, I get what you're saying. pull the audience in i get what you're saying but the thing is though with that is it's all well and good if you know but you know there's like tons and tons of western films but no one would ever believe that actually that you know the western era only lasted 20 years yeah so unlike the romans that lasted hundreds if we go to mark campbell's episode guide it's always and get the rating uh quick uh confession i haven't actually got the poll number but i shall for next episode i shall get the poll number for this one anyway this one the verdicts are a charming a wild west pashish with hartnell clearly loving every minute of it the unusual framing device of the ballad is an effective counterpoint to the action and some of which is surprisingly brutal and it's much underrated. You give it a 9 out of 10. And I think he's got it kind of spot on there. I wouldn't say so much as an extreme of 9. I'd say about an 8. It's probably just, yeah, a little bit lower than a 9. I wouldn't have thought it was I'd, a, I'd a, say a about, 9. I'd say about an 8. If they'd have thrown John Wayne in, then it'd have been a 10. Yeah, so <laughs> then we go on to the Savages now. This one, sadly, is not in the archives. We will watch it. It may come next week. It may not. I will quickly put the disclaimer in there. If I watch it and I find, you know, I just can't follow this or I can't get on it, then it's not worth really doing a quick 10 to 15 minute video of us just, oh, sorry, quick 10 to 15 minute podcast saying we couldn't get on with it and we thought it was boring. So if necessary, we might skip it. So we'll have to see. But, I would really not like to skip this one because there's a few things that happen. I've read that this is kind of the very first sort of inkling that Doctor is now starting, his body is now starting to break down a little bit and that the regeneration is looming. Is looming yes. It's not very long now until he regenerates and this is kind of the first 
story where I think you can start to see that that regeneration is coming. So yeah, I don't you see the regeneration scene. It's kind of there and it's kind of not. It's you know, it's sadly the episode is missing. There is kind of, um, it's kind of a, yeah, it is there. There is a, there is a regeneration scene of Hartnell, but it's not like, you know, good quality standard um, video, you know. And also, this is the last sort of uh, we said this before, the last historical ones really mainly. I don't know. It's kind of funny, really, because it's like. Um, Doctor Who's sort of done a curious case of Benjamin Button, really, because he's gone from like really old to then sort of getting younger and younger and younger and younger, and then getting so now and then Matt Smith, and then he got older again. Yeah, and also uh, as we're recording this one, there's now some new uh, Doctor Who Blu-ray news as well uh, that they're now bringing out, or they've now penciled in the next date for the next Doctor Who Blu-ray set. It's another Pertwee. Um, which I'm really happy because I really like John Pertwee. It's in our numbers in the UK. It will be season eight, and it's got some quite good good ones in that one. I quite like that series or season, whatever you want to say. So that's another one. There's been it hasn't been so many this year because I think due to COVID. Also, from what I can see from the sort of trailer, there is quite um because on the the, the Blu-rays they do the, the behind the scenes behind the sofa where you get like um, some people involved in it or some fans or you know some other actors or whatever you know like sort of for argument's sake Tom Baker will do his series and all this and the other on the new ones they've actually got like a partition a perspex partition because of Covid which you know that's always going to be there in history now they're always going to be on the D, uh, on the Blu-ray now so in case anyone forgets about Covid well that's it you know it's, it's there in history now you know, I doubt there. it will because no it's one there. forgets about the Black Death, it's so no there. one's going to forget about COVID. It's burnt into a Blu-ray specials disc now, so yeah, yeah and I'm I think, for that. but I think COVID burnt into a lot of people who kind of died. Yeah, like I say, um, there is only is it four four episodes or four serials left now. So, like I say, it's not very long, and then William Hartnell is, is sort of gone mm. momentarily. Anyway, he does come back, but only for one episode. But what do you mean he comes back? Well, he comes back, John Pertwee's era, the Three Doctors. But I'll be, I'll, I'll be... didn't they do something similar to that like recently? Well, they've done they've done several. They did the Five Doctors, and they've done that thing with David Tennant and Matt Smith and all that stuff. So they do do come every now and again for big anniversaries. They kind of bring bring them all back, and so that one I'm, I'm guessing was an anniversary when they did probably. It. But, Anyway, like I say, the savages... They wanted when they were trying to bump the Doctor off or something. Mm. Well, they're well. always trying to bump the Doctor off. <laughs> no, that's not what I mean. I mean, when they were trying to say that Matt Smith was the last regeneration. Mm. Yeah, well, that's that's a long, 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 long way. Several, something probably like several that. years into the future of doing this podcast. Oh, Christ, don't say that. So, yeah. <laughs> well, not being funny, What we've done this like six months... I think we started this in lockdown. Well, the first lockdown in the UK, yes. Well, I, I'm still... It's been about still... six months well, we've been doing this and we've is, now finally got to um, the end of I the first say lockdown. Locked, when I say lockdown, I mean the only one that actually resembled a lockdown. Because the last four-week lockdown has been a complete farce. In the UK, it has, anyway. 
yeah, it's been a complete farce, and I don't think it's even resembled a lockdown. It's been nothing like it was um, in the first one, and the first one, we, you know, actually done a world of good. This one's just been crap. Well, yeah, it took us. It took us six. It was months. like, what's the point? It's if took, you're gonna lock down, lock down. It took us six months to get through William Hartnell. I anticipate the Patch Totem's not going to take six months because Patch Totem has a lot less serials than the William Hartnell. Also, you know, there's a couple that they're animating. Number three is... John Pertwee. That's the one. But For what the hell few... did I think Sylvester McCoy? Well, he's the seventh, so... But there's a few seri- there's a couple of serials that need to be uh. animated. They are coming out next year. I don't really know when. I don't know when they'll fit into when we're watching them. So it may be a case of we have to skip over that. If they're going to animate it next year, right, so I'm going to skip over it before, and then go back. But... One, I'm guessing, is William Hartnell. Yes. Right, obvi- well, obviously. Two is Troughton. Yes. Three's Pertwee. Yep. Four's Tom Baker. Yes. Five... It's Peter Davison. I was about to say that. Six is Colin Baker. Seven is Sylvester McCoy. Eight was Paul McGann. Nine was Christopher Eccleston. Ten is David Tennant. Eleven is Matt Smith. 12 is Peter Cabaldi, and then 13 is Jodie Whittaker. Yeah, which we won't mention And then there's a yet. couple more. You have, like, the War Doctor, who was uh, John Hurt. And what you've do also you mean? Got... Who, who's the other idiot, then? Num- Doctor number eight? I've told you, Paul McCann. Who the hell's Paul McCann? Well, he was just in the movie, but like I say, these are all off into the future. We will get to them. I've never even heard of in... Paul McCann. Oh, well. This is why we're doing the podcast, Becky, so that we yeah, can educate you. Yeah, but I've heard of you. all the other ones because obviously, you know, they were in it. Yeah. Anyway, the Savages is next week. Well, penciled in to be the Savages. Any update will be on the social media. All the social medias will be in the description. And I think. That's and good... Matt still hasn't bought me my hoodie. And you're going to keep saying it every week because at the minute. Well, no, because, because right, I didn't say nip. it last time. I did say it a few times ago, but you said you wouldn't. You didn't. Anyway, on that note, again, as always, someone buy something because, to be honest, that'd give me a chance to actually see what they look like. Well, <laughs> well, I'd say, wouldn't it? Let's say all the links are in the description. And we will speak, see, and everything next week. So I'll say goodbye and say goodbye, Becky. Bye-bye. Goodbye.